Welcome to Simple Tech Talk, innovative topics and creative introductions to the marketplace. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Simple Tech Talk, where we take what can be considered complex and break it down into easy to understand language. Simple Tech Talk is sponsored by Board Active, available online at boardactive.com. We are so excited to have Bob Leadis, the CEO of the Association of National Advertisers, right here on Simple Tech Talk. Welcome to the show, Bob. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. It's great to be here, and uh, hopefully we can answer all the questions that your listeners are going to have and uh, make this as simple and easy to understand. Absolutely. And it would be remiss of me if I didn't mention that we have founder and CEO of Board Active, Mr. Doug Pittman, right here on the show. Welcome back to Simple Tech Talk, Doug. Hey, thanks, Joey. It's uh, great to be here, and I'm excited to listen to what Bob has to say. He's got a very, very powerful voice in the advertising world. Doug's the man. (laughs) Thank you. Bob, tell us about your background, man, the early days, your early career, how you got into advertising. It's actually a little bit of luck and common sense that got me here. My background is actually uh, accounting and finance. I uh, studied that in school and spent the first seven, eight years of my career doing finance for General Foods, which is now Kraft. And um, I got lucky. When I was in my eighth year, the general manager came in to me and said, uh, we want to give you a two-year stint in marketing. And I said, whoa, what's a finance guy going to be doing in marketing? And he said, well, you know, we think marketing is a common sensible function. And if you apply some analytical rigor to it, we think that marketing can be better. So I said, you know what, I'm going to give it a try. So I gave it a try, and I was three months into the assignment, and I said, count me in. I said, this stuff is fantastic, love it, and uh, I've been there ever since. Wow, what a storied past, man. You have a lot of enthusiasm and passion in your voice. So we know how you got your start. You know, you've been in this game for a very, very long time. What are some of the truly remarkable things that you've seen in advertising? If we think about advertising in its most simplistic form, it's essentially a communication message between a particular brand and a consumer or customer. And in that relationship between consumer and the brand, The ability to narrow that to something which is actually going to make a true visible connection that allows for a relationship to be developed. If you think about it, whenever you're making a friend, you try to find that common ground that allows a relationship to be formed. Well, advertising and marketing is that vehicle between brand and consumer. The beauty and fun of what we've been able to experience over the past few decades is that the vehicles that allow us to make those relationships happen have been evolving over the course of time, from radio to television to digital to social to mobile. All of these things have been evolving that have allowed us to evolve the relationships so that we can create a loyalty between brand and consumer. Wow, great insights here. In case you're just joining us, we are with CEO of the Association of National Advertisers, Mr. Bob Leadis. And we're talking about his past, his background, and his vision for the future in the advertising space. You know, you mentioned a lot of different vehicles. You mentioned mobile, and this is of the utmost importance. As you know, everybody has their phone on their hip at all times. How has the integration between signage and the mobile device evolved, in your opinion? 
Well, I think what uh, the mobile device is uh, really allowed all consumers, whether it's relative to advertising or just simple everyday living, is the ability to essentially connect with wherever you want to be able to connect with and to have it with you 24-7. Now, I know that there's a lot of criticism by having your life in your hand 24-7, but there is also great productivity, great ability to communicate, great ability to gain insights wherever you may be. And what mobile provides the advertising and marketing community is to create a profound relationship with those consumers, and particularly through the social media vehicles, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, the ability to utilize these platforms to create this relationship on a continuous basis, as opposed to just being planted in front of your television, will allow the dynamics of those relationships to happen almost all the time. We as marketers need to find those creative elements that will allow us to leverage the platforms like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter to make it real time and to make it such that those consumers enjoy the relationships that are coming through the mobile device. Bob, you know, every relationship has its ups and downs. What remains to be improved upon with the relationship between advertisers and their customers? The ability to break through the clutter and to deliver a message that is relevant for that consumer are always going to be the greatest communication challenges that we have. Think of the amount of advertising and marketing messages that any consumer through any particular device is going to see. They're in the thousands. And they're so much so that we don't even realize that there are that many communication messages that are reaching the consumer. And which ones are going to break through that clutter and evoke that level of interest that the consumer is going to spend time with you? Remember, we talked about relationships. And in a great relationship, you want to spend time with each other. If I haven't found the way for that consumer or customer to spend time with me, then I, as a marketer, am not doing my job well enough. What we as marketers need to do is to find what it's going to take in this evolving landscape to create that relationship and that interest to break through the clutter. Hey, Bob, got a question for you. Uh, Really, really good insight. We met a couple of years ago. I think it was OAAA. You were out in, uh, you were doing a, the uh, keynote out there for, yes. I don't know if it was in Vegas. Yeah, it might have been Vegas. Yeah. yeah, it was a couple of years ago. Me and you chit-chatted for just a second. And in the beginning, you, you were busy and I was busy. and, and But we, we did see each other. And, 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 and then we turned around and saw each other again several months later. Right. And we talked a few minutes, and uh, and you you know me, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, you know me well. You can explain that later, but um, <laughs> you and I spoke, and you said something to me that really hit home with me. And you said, Doug, you know your type of product that you've got with Born Active. He says, you're the type of uh, member that we need in A and A because you bring value to my customers or to my mm-hmm. to my brands. That was a really, really big, impactful comment that you made, and I didn't even join. I think I think it was eight months later when I joined the Association of National Advertisers, and I love your group. Just love all the things that you guys got going. But well, thank you. Yeah, my question uh, to you is: from your perspective, 
where do you see brands going? You know, there's a lot of augmented reality and a lot of and that type of thing. You talk to the brands. What are they really wanting out there nowadays? Uh, that's a... Uh... That's that's a multi-year question. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a big one because if you think about the landscape I deal with and the various brands that we've got, we've got brands from from technology, but from packaged goods, from financial services, from travel and entertainment, and so on. There are lots of different companies out there, both in the business-to-consumer world and business-to-business world. And what I was getting at before was that the evolution of the media landscape in its all of its particular forms, and it continues to evolve daily, or so it seems, allows brands the opportunity to create those relationships in very, very different ways. Now, we're all very excited by the opportunities of what technology is bringing, whether it is augmented reality, virtual reality, Internet of Things, blockchain, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of these next generation platforms will hopefully get us to become closer to the consumer. What we as marketers uh, face the challenge with is to better understand which platforms, which vehicles work best with which consumers, and to have the disciplines to figure out how much of our media investment dollars are going to go where with what, accompanied by the right creative. And I know that sounds like a complex answer, and I know that the purpose of the show is to get to simplicity, but that is the, probably the, the most significant challenge for brands today, is how do we make choices? If I break it down to its most simplistic component, brand marketers need to have a vehicle for how to make optimum decisions, and that remains and will remain for a while the key decision point for how we allocate our resources. That decision-making process is not common marketer to marketer. And so that challenge will continue to exist until we start to standardize the process. Back in the day, 30 years ago, it was very simple. It was television, radio, and print. The landscape today is not so simple. It's very, very complex. And because we have the ability to reach many consumers at different points of the day, and through different marketing vehicles, through things such as influencer marketing, experiential marketing, this complexity of the world is, is challenging we as brand marketers with the ability to know what these, all of these vehicles and platforms are and to be able to make the choices for how brands and, and consumers can create the great relationships. That's right on. I mean, that was exactly what I was looking for. Hey, you made a, a comment in Ad Week, and it says... Yes. Um, one of the cornerstones of ANA's growth mission is measurement. Can you expand yeah. on that? Sure. There's an old axiom, and I forget who said it, uh, but it's real simple. You can't manage what you can't measure. And if you start with that, uh, it, almost everything flows out of that. How do you know what the effectiveness of your choices, the decisions that we've been talking about, how do you know without a good measurement system? Because if you have a good measurement system, it creates that feedback loop that you as a brand marketer truly need to understand as to whether you made the correct decision and how to reach your consumer. If, in fact, you had a very effective commercial or ad or uh, relationship-building segment with the consumer, the only way you're going to really know whether it was effective is through some type of measurement vehicle or measurement platform. Uh, in its most simplistic fashion that people are very familiar with, in television, you have Nielsen ratings. 
and it tells you how well your commercial or your particular ad performed on a particular program that it that it, it, the environment it is sitting in. If you get good results, you'll probably do it again. If you don't get good results, you won't. But if you didn't have Nielsen ratings, you wouldn't have the ability to make those particular choices. As we grow up in our very, very complex world, one of the most significant challenges we face is to understand how we can measure across the entire media landscape. We call it cross-platform analytics and cross-platform measurements. And that is a science that continues to evolve. The MRC, the Media Rating Council, has just come forward with some standards and protocols for how to be able to think about this over the short and the long term. This is the level of advancement we need to create well-understood feedback loops for how our media investment dollars gets allocated across these different platforms to create those great relationships. You know, Bob, I worked in radio for almost seven years, and one of the most complex ways to measure audience engagement is also one of the most flawed, right, with these personal people meters. Because as yes. you know, they're just random, they're sporadic, and they really don't give true insight into who's listening to what, when, and where. So in your opinion, how does a product that actually closes the return on investment loop by measuring statistics from their users, how will that fare in the time to come? Well, you bring up a very, very good point. Uh, uh, I really, first of all, believe that we need to bring the measurement systems through the lens of the marketer. And right now, most of the measurement systems are through the lens of the publisher or the media component. And we need to be able to bridge those more holistically so that we are all working off of the same sheet of music and can evaluate those decisions together. And the level of sophistication that a brand marketer has to be able to do this across multiple platforms is relatively unsophisticated at this moment. And I don't mean to say that we're not very smart about it, but what we don't have is the integrated systems that are generally accepted that will allow us to all holistically work off of that same sheet of music. You know, in accounting, since I told you at the very beginning, I came from the accounting universe, you had something called generally accepted accounting principles. And everybody that does accounting works off of those principles. And you have a standard process for thinking about how you are going to make the evaluations for financial valuation purposes. Well, we almost need the same thing for measurement. We need generally accepted measurement principles and practices. And when we can get to that platform of generally accepted that cuts across all media forms, all brand marketers, and all agency analytical systems, we will then have the ability to improve that decision-making function exponentially. And I think this is where we need to go as an industry, which is the reason why the ANA has just recently announced that we're creating a measurement division, is because we want to propel the development of our measurement ecosystem so that we can make those choices accordingly. Is that Bill Tucker's going to be running that? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. I talked with uh, Bill quite a few times and uh, just spoke with uh, Mark Kaline also. Um, yes, he is uh, in our new data division as well. Yeah, his dad, Al Kaline, uh, we had baseball yes. conversation. We had fun <laughs> with that. Yeah, so I'm a baseball guy, you know. 
with uh, us being uh, right across the street from the Atlanta Braves facility, uh, it's, it's fun. That's why I'm here is, uh, to bring some fun to our, our brand, our company. Hey, Excellent. Bob, you know, let's talk a little bit about Out of Home. You are an advocate of Out of Home. I know you've done some keynotes like we spoke about a while ago. Right. And uh, you're not all familiar with with Board Active, but you know a little bit about us. You know that yeah. we are a, uh, a software that basically connects visuals and brings it down to mobile, whether it be Out of Home or QSR or a shopping mall or whatever. We do places and messages and measurement. Now, Out of Home, to me, it's slow moving. I'm just, not, you know, I don't beat around a bush. I, I just think they're slow moving <laughs> and I'm just, you know, it's uh, that there is technology out there for them to grab. And my question to you is, what do you see from the out of home industry happening, say within the next five years? I know you're really, really into out of home and you hope, and you made another comment that you hope we can connect out of home to A&A members. So, how does that work? What do you think? Well, I think that there is a lot of great work, measurement work, that is coming out of the out-of-home industry. And I think a lot of this comes out of the, the trade association Geopath, uh, which is kind of joined at the hip with the uh, OAAA, the Out-of-Home Association, uh, which is really where, when I presented, where you and I think I first met, is at this joint conference that OAAA and Geopath produce. And Geopath has made as almost its its cornerstone mission to continue to advance the measurement component uh, across the out-of-home marketplace. And while I am not a technical expert per se, what I have seen and heard through the Geopath systems is the ability to create some commonality across all of the various uh, out-of-home publishers that are out there. And with that common system, I think, in fact, out-of-home could be the leaders in the measurement industry because out-of-home is, again, very complex in terms of being able to make those measurements accordingly. But from what I've seen and from what I've gathered, because I do sit on the Geopath board, that the foundation for substantial improvement across the out-of-home measurement system is in hand and is in the process of being deployed. So I do think that there is enough momentum to say that the out-of-home industry in the next three to five years will have a uh, generally accepted measurement system. Right. So let me ask you this. There are a lot of uh, nice platforms out there that do measurement. You know, the brands are bringing things in-house now. Do you see the brands trying to do this on their own? Do you see them working with platforms like Board Active and uh, Are you talking about use, measurement? Or yeah, measurement. Everything? Yeah, measurement and everything. Yeah. In other words, you know, uh, our platform is sales and data, and right. uh, to me, a single source solution would really work well with 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 a lot of these brands. But uh, do you see a brand really wanting to go single source or use a third party? Well, I think that if the third party is a single source, then I. That's kind of where I'm, I'm saying would be very, very useful. You don't want brands to simply create their own measurement systems because right. that's not going to serve the industry very, very well. But if you can create a single-source measurement system, third-party preferably because I don't think brand marketers have the internal expertise to be able to manage it, and nor does a trade association like the ANA at the moment have the ability to be able to do that. 
but if there are opportunities to be able to do that through third party, that's great. The idea that is embedded within your question is that we need to have a common measurement system. Because even and in the out-of-home arena, I believe that many of the suppliers that are out there have their homegrown measurement systems. But if we don't embrace one common measurement system, then I don't think we're doing the industry a great service. Because then marketers in particular and the agencies that they leverage to help them make decisions are not necessarily going to have a common way to be able to make their business evaluations. So fundamentally, on principle, I think that the faster we can get to a common solution for measurement, uh, the better off we'll be. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of confusion in the marketplace uh, as far as technology goes right now. And I think that's one of the probably one of the things that frustrates the brands is that there's there's so many different variations out there. The simple ones have to rise to the top. That's that's my thinking. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I do agree with that. Uh, and that's what we at the ANA are going to be trying to facilitate is to bring those things to the forefront so that we can understand what it's going to take to get common systems that we all can understand and apply appropriately. Right. Speaking of the ANA, let's jump back to the ANA. You've got a big conference coming up in October, October the 1st. Yes. And the next week is Ad Week up in New York. Give us what, yes. what is your schedule like? I can imagine <laughs> and and so I'm looking forward to that. But um, what's your schedule all next week and the following week? Well, usually I'm very participative in, in Advertising Week. But uh, uh, unfortunately, this year, uh, Advertising Week and our Masters of Marketing Week are uh, kind of butting up against each other. So my direct participation in Ad Week is going to be far less this year. Uh, as we prepare for uh, multiple things that are going to be going on in Masters of Marketing Week. So most of my time next week is going to be spent in preparation of our big event. Then I'm all in for the week after. So my time is going to be wall-to-wall, but you know what? That's a good thing because uh, we've got a lot of people coming. We've got uh, a lot of friends that we're going to see, and um, we're going to share a lot of good things, I think, that is, is going to make the industry better. Yeah. Uh, can you give me some heads up on what what you might be any secrets? Well, it's not so much <laughs> secrets. It's a, it's a, part of what we do is at the beginning of Masters of Marketing Week, prior to the conference, is that um, we bring the community of CMOs together in, in what we call the Global Growth Summit. Mm-hmm. Uh, growth is our middle name, and what we try to do is to focus the entire industry around those things which are going to build the businesses and to build the brands because when a when a brand wins everybody wins and so what we're doing uh, is uh, we've got about 250 or so cmos that are going to gather to talk about um, how we can in fact uh, bring some commonality to the enterprises uh, and business machines that we think can advance the art and science of marketing expertise and when we can get some commonality with those particular CMOs and advance uh, similar ideas of how we should go about doing things like measurement, which we just spent some time talking about, we think we can uh, plant the seeds well enough, both domestically and internationally, to create that good community of CMOs. So that's one of the things that I'm looking forward to. Beyond that, I get great pleasure listening to our CMOs on stage at the Masters of Marketing Conference itself. Because what I appreciate is that there are lots of creativity that's taking place in the marketplace, 
and it's an opportunity for our CMOs across all the, the presenters and brands that they represent to share them with us because success comes in many different ways and many pathways, and it's a great opportunity for us to all learn from each other. Yeah. Let me ask you one other question about ANA. Is, is it international? We just uh, got licensed to proceed to go international. But what we do have is that the, a lot of our domestic members, like a Procter & Gamble and Ford and et cetera, they have international operations. And so we uh, allow that the products and services of the ANA to travel overseas. Uh, so for their subsidiaries and units overseas, they can access the ANA. Oh, that's awesome. I, I did not know that. I think, honestly, the most important question on this whole list is one answer only, Bob. What's yep. more important to a brand, sales or data, and why? <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a brutal one. I'm going to cover all bases on this one. They're linked, and here's how they're linked. You need good data. You need good information. You need great insights to make optimal decisions. And if you make those optimal decisions, then you generate sales. If you just pursue sales for the sake of sales, you create short-term wins, but you don't create long-term success. And that's what we in the business have to be, is if we are so focused in the short-term and lose sight of the long-term, you're not going to be around very long. So our approach, or our thinking, would suggest the intelligent use and digestion of data to be able to analyze what it is you're doing and what it is you're not, to make better decisions to generate more sales today and tomorrow. Yeah, that's great. Hey, Bob, one other question for me. Yes. Where do you think Board Active plays in with the ANA? This applies to you and to almost everybody that's out there. What the ANA is, is a, you think about it as a convergence point. Mm -hmm. And as a convergence point, we are pleased to allow the opportunity for us all to share what we know, to share the insights and innovations that we're all part of, and to become better at what we do. What your business enterprise allows you to do is to share with our collective membership, which is over 1,600 companies and uh, 20,000 brands. And the intelligence that you bring, which is differentiated from every other provider that's out there, will bring unique insight. And what we have to collectively do and what we do with all of our respective members is to find the right exchange points for us to learn from each other. Mm -hmm. And that's what this is about, is that you have a uniqueness about you. You have proprietariness about you. You have innovation about you. And what we try to do with you and with all of our respective members is to share that. Because we as an association are agnostic. We don't say one is better than the other or one is worse than the other. We basically say everybody's got something to contribute to the party. And the brand marketer has the option of taking all of those insights and making the right choices based upon their particular protocols and decision-making processes. So what we see as a, a, an alignment, which I think is, is quite beautiful, is what you can bring to the table that client-side marketers in particular would appreciate and enjoy to help them make them be able to sell even more. Great answer. Hey, in closing, uh, Bob, one other thing. Um, yeah. Say this word. Say board active. Yeah. Board active. When you get in front of those 250 CMOs, that's what I want you to say. 
<laughs> then I'm not being agnostic. <laughs> well, I just, that's, oh, well, you can at least think it anyway. I look forward to uh, seeing you in Orlando. I'm bringing in some of my guys. Uh, look Great. forward to being with uh, Mike Donahue. He's he's actually invited me to a couple yes. of functions and uh, good, excellent. Yeah, and so I uh, look forward to seeing Mike again and uh, love your group. Uh, it's very progressive and uh, congratulations to you on the outstanding leadership that you're providing for that group. Oh, you're and you're uh, very generous. And uh, I really you you know I'm really impressed and uh, and I want to thank you personally for uh, for being on the show today. It uh, means a lot to me, okay? Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed both of you. I hope your listeners enjoy it as well. But uh, thank you very, very much. And, And, Doug, you're a great man. Keep doing those great things. Thank you, Bob. Wow, what an awesome show featuring Bob Leadie, CEO of the Association of National Advertisers, and Doug Pittman, founder and CEO of Board Active. We'd like to thank Board Active for sponsoring Simple Tech Talk. Stream Simple Tech Talk anytime you want. Head to BoardActive.com, look for the podcast tab at the top of the homepage, and find any and every episode right there for you on demand. Thanks again for listening. Take care and have a great day. Thanks for listening to Simple Tech Talk. Visit us online at BoardActive.com and follow us on the socials. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.